this very moment, you're entering the vortex of Mystic Podcast. I am so excited to spend this time together, but before we do, I want to share something with you. I have created a meditation to prioritize our energy by healing and clearing our energy fields so that we are in our highest timeline and our highest frequency everywhere we go every day. And all you've got to do is to go on the show notes and download the meditation and listen to it today. Also, if you are loving my work, if you're loving my words, if you deeply connect to everything that I share into my energy and desire to work with me one-on-one to activate your divine gifts, to accelerate your spiritual ascension, and to come back to your truest, most authentic expression, make sure that you send me a DM on Instagram or that you go directly to my website at daniela slash arango.com. I can't wait to hear from you. That you're all about intimacy. I love that you're all about desires, and I and I really love. This is one of the biggest things. Like I love reading your copy. Like I feel like, and I talked to to you about the other day. Like your copy feels like poetry. Like you're talking to me in such an intimate way that it's just like delicious. It's like you know, like when you go into like a luxury place and you just sit there and you can just admire the beauty around and you're just there because you know you're there and there is like no rush, no urgency, no like you know, anywhere to go. And that's like how your your copy really feels to me. So for those of you listening, like if you haven't read Kimberly, like her copy, her her words, oh my God, it's just like so good to the soul. So for you, I'm like so interested to talk about intimacy. Like what does that mean for you? How did you how did you uncover that intimacy? And what's the biggest thing that you see that people lack when it comes to to the intimacy? Yeah, I love that. And also I'm just like so grateful and receiving that um mean land that way because you and your kind of read on me really feels I feel like so seen, um, which I think is such a gift that you have. But yeah, I love this question because I do feel a little like I was like, I'm going to take this word. I'm going to use it to mean whatever I want it to mean. So I think it is helpful to talk about it and to be like, all right, because often, of course, when I say intimacy, the first thing that comes to mind for most people is around sex and physical intimacy. And that makes total sense because I think that is often like what we're talking about. And it's so funny because for me, that does feel like an important piece, but it also somehow feels like the smallest piece and that there are all these other important elements. And when I think about intimacy work, and especially when I think about the work that I'm doing now, which is more with like really powerful women who realize that wounds around intimacy and trauma around intimacy in different ways is kind of like their next gateway to walk through and part of the next level of like their joy and their pleasure is kind of healing some of that stuff. It feels more like it's around fear of like abandonment, fear of being you know, too much or too little and like not belonging. And these kind of like intimate pieces of us, I picture like all the little jagged kind of like cuts in us that we're just kind of like holding so tenderly. 
and that the real intimacy work becomes, you know, allowing ourselves to be with all of those parts of us. And then of course, from there, you know, romantic relationships and sex and pleasure become more flourishing, but it does feel like first and foremost, there is this like intimate relationship with ourselves that I think a lot of us have been taught to fear because it's like, what if I like uncover all this stuff and then, you know, I'm a mess or I don't know what to do or I fall to pieces. And what I find is happening more often is that those wounds are coming out anyway. I mean, it's, this is kind of like a, you know, a downer version of this, but it's, it's, it is the truth. It feels like your intimacy wounds are either going to lead by accident or you can heal them on purpose, but either way, you know, that is coming through in our romance, in our businesses, in the way we parent, even though I'm not a parent, I see this so much with my clients. And the more we heal that and allow it, the more we can show up as this kind of intimate leader who's like not afraid of conflict, not afraid of rupture, brave enough to be in repair, brave enough to be in pleasure and joy and kind of like allowing that to be healing medicine because we've like done that inner work. And I know so many people do versions of that. And I feel like it's all good. And it's all probably us kind of getting up the mountain on a different way. But for me, intimacy felt like the perfect paradigm because it felt like, okay, even if you've been doing like all the intellectual work on all these different areas of your life, like if you can go in into like your heart and your body and like really connecting those pieces, which is the most intimate work, you know, I just see it makes all the other work kind of elevate, you know? I love this. And do you think that the ways in which we find ourselves in self-sabotage has to do with the avoidance of all of this intimacy issues. I at least think it has for me and a lot of my clients, you know, that there are these kinds of uh, self-protective mechanisms that kick in. And I think in a lot of ways, I used to make that wrong. And now I'm over onto this side of like, it's not wrong but it's not the most helpful either. You know, like if I immediately go into like defending myself or like shutting down or freezing or even the trauma response of bonding and like trying to make it all better, like right away, I find that it's so much more about protecting my ego and being like, we're safe. It's okay. We're safe. And instead, with this kind of like intimacy leadership padding around me, I feel like I'm a little more resilient. So I can show up and be like, okay, what do I need to hear here? And even if I've got a reaction that's kicking in, I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) I can usually also be like, it's okay. Someone's telling me what they need or what they want or they're telling me something that like, it actually is gonna like not work for us to be in relationship, but it's okay. Like I can be like, be with it. 
including when it's me and myself, you know, and I'm getting those kinds of messages, not to sound (laughs) so crazy, but yeah, there are a lot of voices in here. And there are a lot of voices in my head. (laughs) (laughs) And I picture like me, like at each age, you know, because sometimes like, you know, I'll get like critical feedback from a client and if I'm not careful, it's like my inner seven-year-old girl will mm. respond of like, oh, you don't like me. And it's like, all right, that reaction is okay. But from like an intimacy leadership perspective, can I just like receive this, see them where they're at, hold her, and then like really be attentive to what's actually needed in this moment. And of course, like multiply both the hard part and the rewarding part times a million when it's with our romantic partners. Absolutely. And you know, <laughs> the way I see the way I see one one of these like self-sabotaging things, it's like, as you're saying, I feel like a lot of the times we're trying to like see our self-sabotage patterns as the villain. And yeah. it actually is not. I see it and and I'm interested to hear how you feel about this. But the way I see it, it's like it's actually the like it's giving you information, it's giving you the pathway. So when we see ourselves in the self-sabotage patterns and we're able to be aware of it, whether it's by ourselves or by the support of the coach or support, you know, or supporting system, it's important to understand like what am I protecting from? Mm, yeah yeah because that's the piece that is the intimacy I mean for me in my work it's like that's the piece that I wanted to get into to understand how this self-sabotage is not the evil actually is the one that is telling you hi this is where we've built some walls around this thing so it's like the informant actually oh I love that and one of the things that I feel you're getting at is when we can bring ourselves into that receptive place, all the feedback can be so useful. You know, even if we ultimately decide like I'm taking this feedback in and I'm not going to change anything or I'm not, you know, whatever, I'm not available for this, but Hmm. you can receive it and make that decision from your heart rather than like the times I might've been like, no, like you can't come in. And it's like, that decision is coming from like a closed off, protect myself. place. And so I love what you're saying about almost like allowing everything to be data and allowing everything to be feedback. And really that requires for me, at least such a safety internally that it doesn't feel like outside forces can knock me off my safety or can make me feel like, oh no, like put your defenses up. It's like, if I've got, it's almost like the difference I think between, you know, like if I wanted to avoid getting sick and I focused on like my immune system being so healthy versus if I focused on like trying to just avoid like any germ, I Mm -hmm. I guess this is like maybe not the perfect metaphor. No, but I totally get what you're getting into. What do you mean? Yes. Like with intimacy and safety internally, I feel like so many of us are trained to just try to avoid all conflict and like avoid all heartbreak. But if instead you've got that internal ecology of like, I've got me, 
I know what I need. I've got my tools. Then from there, like you can move with so much more kind of confidence and power in the world. And I love this because as you're describing intimacy is like very close to, I mean, spirituality has so many different levels to, to it, but this kind of intimate connection, this kind of inner awareness, it's basically the, like how I see a spirituality, which is the connection between our us, like our deeper us and the human technology of you know protection and self-sabotage and nervous system and trauma like all of this you know system that we have to operate and how we then relate to the world from that such a connection internally which is so differently right because when we have that connection internally people receive us differently because we receive different ourselves like we're receiving ourselves so differently so you talked about like most of your clients when they're growing and they're expanding and they find themselves in this, one of the biggest things that comes from there for them is the abandonment, the abandonment issues and the, you know, being left out or being too much or all of those things. So what are one of the things that you see the most when it comes to your clients and how do they move through it? Because I, I truly believe that the more and more and more, as women, we step into leadership and adversity. <laughs> this is one of the biggest things that come up. Like I was talking to my team the other day that I was telling them, you know, I am afraid that the more our company grows, you're going to hate me at some point. <laughs> yes, huge. You know, yes. And it is huge. It's like, and they were like, but it makes no sense. We love you. What are you talking about? And I was like, I don't know. I feel like the more I grow, especially financially, eventually you are going to think that I'm taking advantage of you. And you are going to think that I am just very greedy and see over here making money and that, you know, eventually you're going to leave me for that. And that is something that I'm definitely moving through and working through, but it's understanding because there were self-sabotaging patterns. There we go. Yeah. There were self-sabotaging patterns that I've seen that I stopped my growth and that I stopped certain, you know, conversations and things. So when I started to look into what am I protecting, you know, what am I self-sabotaging for? And it was that deeper way of, of abandonment of like, what if they hate me? Like I'd rather be okay monetarily and my business not be so big than having them not loving me because my team it's really important to me I love them <laughs> oh my first of all I just want to honor like your even awareness that that is going on internally which I think just speaks to your own like exactly what you were saying that like this is the work you do too we just maybe call it something different but it really is the same but that wisdom to be able to be like oh <laughs> I'm afraid of you know yeah. and I think that that is such a beautiful example and lesson for all of us because so often I know we can look at like well here's what I want why don't I have it yet? Yeah. But if we really invite ourselves to get honest about like, what are all the reasons I don't want what I'm saying I want? Usually I uncover very similar fears around like, what will this cost me? And especially what will business success cost me in relationships, whether yep. it's like my clients who are single and are like, if I'm too successful, will I find a partner? Mm -hmm. If I'm 
successful will I outgrow my husband? If I'm too successful, will my friends hate me? Will my team hate me? And just kind of letting that unravel, like instead of having that tight coil around our heart and then we're like shutting down, it feels like you're saying, how can I just like, okay, this is here. And then taking that next step, which is so brave to speak it out loud. But then I feel like when we look at it that way, which takes so much courage, it helps neutralize that power, you know? And it's not that the fears, in my experience at least, just evaporate, but I start to have less of like a charge around them because I'm like, oh yeah, (laughs) there you are. My old friend. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that is that is the thing within the, the trigger response that I myself have to work through so much, which is the immediate fixing. Oh, okay, this is a problem. Let me like fight with my own thoughts and come up with this new story that I'm going to now be. And it's like, no, because that's not the language of the body. So we can fight with our thoughts and we can rationalize as much as we want and we can fix it in our mind as much as we want. But the body takes longer because it takes evidence for the body to understand, is this actually safe? Is this actually okay? And it's like expanding, as you're saying, like softening into, oh, this is this is what we're looking at. And it's kind of like looking, as you're saying, like different voices in your head, like the little you like, oh, I understand. <laughs> so let's go slowly, but gently, like, like a slowly, gently, but surely into that which we, we know we desire. But it's just, you know, honoring the pieces of us that the flip side seems just terrifying. Totally, totally. And I would say kind of along those same lines, you know, there is a pattern I see too of my clients having such a craving for deep connection And then such automatic defenses up that block it. And it's like so normal and I'm the same way. But it's interesting to really see what happens when they're like, I'll just take the risk and say, kind of take us to that deeper level, whether it's in a romantic relationship or even like friendship or on a professional level, like, all right, I'll be the one even though I feel like I'm going to die, who's going to like hop over the wall and like get into it. And I have seen so many times people that they thought would have been so resistant, kind of like breathe a sigh of relief and be like, oh yeah, like I've been wanting to get into this too. You know, it's like our craving usually is matched by other people's cravings too, because we're wired for intimacy, I really believe. And, you know, on the kind of rare occasion where someone's like, whoa, like I can't do this. Mm. Now, you know, you know, and you can go find someone else because I think that that is also helpful. But time and time again, I see it met with relief and gratitude and like, oh, okay, we can like jump in together, like that feeling. Um, even when people thought like, oh, my partner doesn't do all this stuff or like mm-hmm. be this person in the group or whatever it is. And it's like, oh, time and time again, everyone around us is just like, thank you. I mm-hmm. wanted to go there, but I didn't know how. 
Yes. Yes. And it's, it's so it's like leading through adversity because it's like you go first, you go through and you show yourself like it is okay. I'm not, I'm not going to die and all the things. And some people will jump with you. And some people are going to be like, oh my God, thank you. Now I can also speak about it. And some other people are not ready to speak it publicly or speak it out loud, but will then find you as a source of like, I'm, I'm ready to talk about it with you. <laughs> Maybe not with the world yet, but this is my baby step towards it. Yeah. So it is like yeah. that permission to like, because it, I mean, truly, all we want is intimacy right and in all the things that i always say that our desires our like our desires are like the whispers from the future that say mm -hmm. like you're not really because usually our desires and we we can look at it also something that i've moved through before which is like thinking the desires are too like too lost like you just want materialistic things and it's just, you know, lust and you're just thinking about, you know, all these things. But the way I see desires and I'm super interested the way you see them too, because it's like whispers from the future that say to get to this, you have to go through something that made you and that broke you open kind of thing. Like it broke you open into that which you were able to do. So the desire and the actual end of like, I don't know, let's talk about like, I want a car, I want a house, or I want a new relationship, or I want a 50K month or a 100K month or whatever it is. Like that is the whisper from the future of like, you got here, but the important thing was like the journey of who you become or who you get to become on the way of that desire. So I think it's more about like that intimacy with ourselves, because when we expand out of the comfort zone of, you know, the marriage that you had or the relationship that we had or the, the size of the business that we have and the kind of, you know, connection that we have with spirit and with 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 source. When we break through that little comfort bubble that we've created for ourselves, we get more intimate with who we are. I have no edits. <laughs> that feels exactly right. And yeah, I mean, I would add there are moments where I feel like it's so comforting to think and remember like I'm being made into the woman who can hold everything I'm saying. Mm. And there are moments where I can look at a goal and be like, what the like, why hasn't this happened yet? <laughs> But it's so much everybody thinks that I'm super patient, and that is not a quality that I possess. Okay, like oh my gosh, I have all the tools. I do have that, all the tools, all the meditations, all the spiritual guides, all the things. But I gather all those tools because I'm actually super impatient. So if I want something and it's not done by yesterday, I'm like, where is it? Right, like come on, come on, I'm ready. And there are these moments where it's like, oh, okay, actually, I did need to learn all of that first. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. and also one of the things that I did want to talk about and I don't know if this has been your experience but like every time like and it's happening right now like I I feel like when we expand our desires to a certain point and we're like okay this is what I want our and I was talking to this on the Instagram the other day our entire life begins to like shift and change and rearrange and you're like what 
is happening. Everything is breaking down. Nothing makes sense. All of these things are overwhelming. Like what is happening? Like right now in my business, there's like so many things are happening right now that I'm like, what the heck is happening? But then when I look at when I zoom out of the like right now in this moment, I'm like, oh my God, this is literally setting the foundation of things that I've been manifesting forever. So it's like in the moment, a lot of the times I feel like we move through this spaces in which like it doesn't make sense to what we're looking at, like in the physical. But it's like, of course, it doesn't make sense because what you're asking is something that you don't have yet. So there's so many like, you know, structures that need to be put in place and also the nervous system, too, because, for example, right now. I've been wanting to get property for a very long time. And now we're like, you know, expanding into possibly multiple properties at the same time in one month. I'm like, what is happening? But it's, you know, all of those financials and taxes and loans and looking at the apartments and where the apartments are going to be and are they going to be for investment or are they going to be for living? And it's exciting because I've been wanting to get property literally for years. But when he's here, it's like overwhelming and crazy. And you're like, how am I going to make it through? But as you're saying, it's like in the moment, it just feels like chaos. It's like, I like feel like a little chicken nugget. I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Oh, I love that reminder and that feeling that like it can feel like everything's falling apart Mm. and some of it may be. But what's falling together is like your next level. And it's so beautiful. And honestly, I really needed to remember that this morning. So thank you for like that. <laughs> so that, that has that been because, you know, this is not the first time that it, it happens, that it, yeah. it, it feels like that. And I'm like, what is going on? And yeah. I remind myself because I, I reminded myself like a week ago because I had recordings of some of the trans channelings that I have done where I specifically talked about this and I was like oh my god this is like literally divine timing where I'm reminding myself through my own channeling (laughs) in the moment is going to feel like chaos in the moment you're literally not gonna understand what the heck is going on but is because everything is rearranging for the new thing that you're looking for Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for all of this. What an incredible conversation. You are such an incredible, amazing. Oh my God. I just love you so much. Thank you for your time and for this conversation, for coming into Mystic Podcast and sharing your energy with all of us. It has been an absolute pleasure. And I'm sure everybody listening to this, if they don't know you yet, they will be all over wanting to just get in your world and and read your words and, and you know, feel your energy. So where is the, where do you hang out the most? What are the platforms that you like people to follow you on? Thank you so much. I love you. Um, There are two places that I really love to be. I have a Facebook group called pleasure is power. So little motto for us as well. (laughs) And then I'm on Instagram as Dr. Kimberly Rose. So I would love to see all of us gather in all the places, you know, it's so such a gift to have these technology tools right now. Um, I feel like more connected with you than like so many people in my own town, you know, it's so funny and amazing. Crazy, right? Yeah. (laughs) My goodness. And thank you for all of you who are listening and and tuning into this conversations. I, I love you. I send you energy and blessings and I feel you. 
and I'll talk to you very, very soon. Thank you, Kim, and thank you, and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening and for spending this time together. I'm here to awaken and activate as many humans as possible into their highest timeline. And if this episode supported you and touched you in any way, the best way to show me your appreciation and your love is to screenshot this episode and share it on your social media or to leave a review in whatever platform you love listening on. And if you're looking for additional spiritual support, you can always reach me at I am Daniela Arango on Instagram, or you can join my free Telegram channel, Daily Magic with Daniela Arango, and I will see you here on another episode.